curious how you're feeling. I mean, it's the last day. I mean, is it, is it, or is it regret? Is it, you know, is it happiness? Is it tears? Talk to me about how, how you're feeling today. It's a little bit of both. I mean, warp for us is definitely a test of endurance. You know, we've, we've been doing the headliner and support run for the last three years, and it's cool to, you know, focus at the end of the day and be like, okay, you got an hour set at the end of the night at nine o'clock. But when, you wake up at 11.30 and it's like, okay, you're on in 20 minutes, man. And it's like that for two months. Uh, so there's a little bit of an endurance, but at the same time, uh, I've got to bro out with some of my favorite bands. So it's been great, man. Who, who um, have you been hanging in and watching every day? Silverstein and Dance Gavin Dance and Beartooth uh, are definitely some bands that I listen to on my off time. And uh, I grew up listening to Silverstein, too. And I've actually hung out with Josh, their guitarist, quite a bit. And he's, you know, kind of a buddy of mine now. So it's kind of surreal for me to, like come up here and be like okay here's warp tour i'm the new kid and then to kind of find your place at the lunch table as they say it's pretty cool yeah, yeah. yeah well yeah. You're, you're certainly climbing the ranks and <laughs> i was gonna say is it more like summer camp or more like boot camp being out here with with the craziness in the schedule well i'll say for us probably summer camp because we i mean we have an awesome crew out here so i'll say for some of the guys that are out here doing diy and really grinding it out probably boot camp and i have a whole lot of respect for those guys so yeah. anyone that's doing a van tour on warp tour just know that i prevail respects you guys <laughs> earn the respect yeah what's up next for you guys after this so we're about to announce a fall tour on tuesday actually okay uh, so we gotta wait yeah i can't give away too much of that but i will say that this is one of the tours that i've been most excited about not only as somebody who's announcing it but you know seeing it you know I'm really excited for the other bands that are, we've put together. So, and amazing debut album with Thank Lifelines, you. and uh, I mean, is it everything you set out to be? Absolutely. I mean, when we we took about seven months off from touring and wrote the album, and at first we were a little unsure. You know, we were trying to really dig into our sound, but we just kind of let it happen organically, and that's what the album's about. Lifelines is like we, you know, we had all this um, hype built up from our first EP, and we went out and toured on it. And, you know, we've got a couple of songs we referenced. You know, Home is Where You Make It. You know, this is on Chaos of the album. Uh, we just, you know, it was weird to experience. And it was it was cool to see it all come full circle into an album. And it's our baby now. So we love it. So. I think Lifelines is good because, like you said, there's multiple. It's not Lifeline. There's multiple influences for yeah. you guys. I mean, yeah. you're not one band that you can stick in one category. Right. It, you know, there's so many different sides stuck in your head. And, like, <laughs> I mean, damn you for doing what you set out to do with that <laughs> yeah. one. Because it is impossible. Like, I, I feel exactly like that chick. Like, you get that song in your head once, and then you're like, damn it, I can't get it out all day long. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm hoping that... Uh, I mean, Brian had a lot to do with that one, but I'm hoping the girl that he wrote that about knows it stuck in her head, so hopefully we'll see, yeah. <laughs> and uh, certainly, you know, when I listen to you guys, the one band that, that comes screaming to mind, and, and unfortunately with all the tragedy lately, I feel a lot of two-singer Linkin Park yeah. resemblance, and and I imagine Chester being a huge influence on him. Huge influence, and, you know, we actually got to run into him one time when he was playing with uh, Stone Temple Pilots. We were playing in Dallas, and they were playing the main room, and it was just one of those things where that guy's in the building and you feel the electricity, you know? Yeah. Linkin Park has been a huge influence on our band for sure. And the day that we all found out, you know, it was really somber and it literally felt like the entire world just stopped. I mean, everybody on Warp Tour was just like, yeah, we're out here trying to have a good time, but you can tell that it's on their face. And, I mean, we definitely... Uh, 
we definitely miss having him around, but, you know, I feel like we want to continue to carry on what he was trying to do and tell everybody, you know, if you have demons or something, let somebody know, talk to somebody about it. So we want to carry on that. And I know the rest of the guys in Lincoln Park probably still do too, and I'm sure they'll have something else come out that's great too. Yeah, I mean, if nothing else, we always have have the music to look back on. Absolutely. Definitely listening to your album. It's not hard to think of Lincoln Park with the two-singer approach. I'm honored. Thank you, yeah. You know, and certainly a big influence. That's kind of what I want to talk about influences a little bit. I think everybody, it's kind of hard to not be influenced by the almighty Metallica. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we definitely have a lot of different uh, facets that we all come from. I mean, Eric, our uh, harsh vocalist, listens to some some stuff that I just, you can't even understand. It's so (laughs) downbeat and brutal. But then you have Brian, who, uh, you know, came up from a lot of hip-hop and then switched into rock. Mm-hmm. So where, where does that put you? What are, myself, what are you guys? Myself. Are you a Warped guy? Or? I, li- I like a lot of Warped bands, but I actually grew up listening to a lot of 80s music. My, okay. uh, my uncle Let's and talk I, 80s. Let's yeah, talk 80s. My uncle and I used to do a couple of you know bar scene runs where we'd cover some you know, Toto, Boston, uh, The Clash, uh, a ton of stuff, man. And it, I come from that, but I also like a lot of active rock. Um, Breaking Benjamin's one of my favorite bands, Disturbed. Love all that stuff. So uh, I know that Steve is heavily influenced on like a Bench Sevenfold, too. So when we go into right parts, you can definitely hear it's like a melting pot of all those, which yeah. is awesome. That's so. what's really cool. I mean, it, yeah. it brings everybody into the fold. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, it, and, it, and at the same time, token, it is a gateway to go on to, you know, the harder stuff or Absolutely. the popular stuff. It, it's a good gateway, a little bit of everything. But yeah. Let me get from you, Metallica specifically. Sure. What was your kind of entry point for Metallica? Well, actually, it's pretty interesting. So, uh, from where I'm from... Where uh, are you from? I'm from Hastings, Michigan, which is West Michigan. Okay. There's a teacher that teaches at my school. His name's Mr. Newstead, and he's actually Jason Newstead's <laughs> brother. Oh, wow. So, originally, you know, in Black, that album came out. Um, that blew up, but... I was listening to it, and my dad would tell me, he's like, you know, Jason Newstead's from around this area, and I that blew me away. So to see, you know, when you're little and you listen to Enter Sandman, Sad But True, you know, uh, God That Failed, all these songs, that I'm just like, man, what is that tone? What is that sound? You know, they teach you what it means to play loud and fast, man. That's Metallica in a nutshell, so... Give me your favorite hit and favorite deep cut from Metallica. Favorite hit from Metallica is probably going to be one, okay. just because of the solo and everything in it. Deep cut, I would say No Leaf Clover with the S&M Sword Orchestra. I looked for that for years. I remember hearing it once, I think it was on like at VH1 or something, and I typed in lyrics, tried to find it, no avail, and all of a sudden, 10 years ago, I finally found it. I was like, oh my god, this is, it's definitely one of my favorites. So. No Leaf Clover. Yeah, man. Right. Cool. Yeah. And I've been trying to work on, because you know, like the big four. Mm-hmm. Metallica, Megadeth, Anthrax, Slayer. Yeah. So I'm trying to work on the next one. Mm-hmm. And I've come up with the Flannel 5. The Flannel 5. Okay. Flannel 5. We're talking here. Nirvana. Yep. Pearl Jam. Stone Temple Pilots. Soundgarden. Alice in Chains. Oh my gosh, man. That's, that's literally when I was 8 until about 13 or 14 with my dad in the car just... I mean, I think I hear plush every time I turn on the radio now, man. So if you had to pick one of those bands as your favorite of the flannel... I'm going to go Pearl Jam, man. Honestly, I have a Greatest Hits album that I still run through, but just figuring out all the words Eddie Vedder's saying, like... I feel like I'm a little bit more into it than my friends, and they're just like making fun of, you know, even flow. But I actually will bust out, you know, whatever words I know, you know, freezing, rest his head on a pillow made of concrete. I'm just like, fuck yeah, dude. I fucking love Pearl Jam, man. It's good. So that would be, <laughs> and that would be your hit from them, man. Even flow, even flow, or man, alive. Uh, that's probably another good one too. So Eddie Vedder is kind of the last man standing from that group. No, man, it's it's hard to watch too. I mean. We, we had a festival with uh, Cornell earlier this year with Soundgarden. Um, a year ago, it was uh, Scott um, 
Weiland. Yeah, Scott Weiland. We were just running into him too, and it, it, it really scares the shit out of you because it's like, am, are, am I doing this? Am I showing up? And right. people, <laughs> but it's yeah, man. I hope uh, Eddie stays strong, man. I want to see some more stuff out of Eddie. Funny because I always thought he was the crazy, <laughs> right? Just writing seen, shit on his arms, yeah, and stuff. And, yeah. And the, woo, 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 oh like, yeah. He seemed like the craziest out mm-hmm. of the bunch, and he's he's kind of the last man standing. Mm-hmm. The other thing about the '90s that I miss from now is sound. Yeah. Back when you used to have those killer like. They had, uh, Guns N' Roses and Terminator. Mm-hmm. Like, Aerosmith and uh, Armageddon. Right. Yep. Yep. Give me, give me a good soundtrack. Man, good 90s soundtrack. I remember. <laughs> it was actually one of the worst CDs I've ever bought, but I bought it because of the one single. It was Goo Goo Dolls Iris on City of Angels. Yes. It's a Nicolas Cage movie. I remember I bought that CD just for that song, and now if I had iTunes, I wouldn't own it. So. <laughs> I sadly had to work at a at a hot AC radio station in the late 90s when they came out and oh, played yeah. that to death. Oh, yeah, man. You, it was all over the radio. Yeah. I wish that was something that, that would happen again now, especially your music. I mean, it I completely know, lends it to... You know, honestly, though, I think it's coming around. Honestly, I feel like people are starting to get in. What it is is I feel like it's the screaming. Once people hear the unclean vocals, they're like, I don't know what this is. But honestly, and this isn't me shamelessly plugging my own band, but if you hear my boy Eric, you can actually understand what he says. And I feel like it's a gateway, man. I feel like it yes. can get people people into what's going on so yes and even if it startles him you guys are the perfect example of that even if thank you his vocals startle for a second then you kick him with the clean and you're like oh okay, okay. <laughs> yeah you know I, I picture like my mom listening to him being like what oh, okay. you know <laughs> yeah. and that's that's what's great about you guys you guys awesome. have that perfect marriage thank you of that and i mean the album hasn't been out that long are we, are we still in support mode are we thinking about new ideas for the new album well, we've got so we've got one more tour we're thinking about busting through with lifelines because we really feel like you know we put our heart and soul into it so we want to do it justice I mean we've got a, a couple things down but right now it's looking like early next year is when we'll start kicking around you know finish out yeah, the year yeah finish then... out the year and then start the factory back up try to make some music so awesome man I yeah. look forward to it and uh, appreciate the time damn bro made it through the entire interview well if you've tolerated me for this long you might as well tolerate me on social media as well on Instagram and Facebook you'll find me at Radioactive Mike Z on Twitter and on Snapchat, MikeZ967. Until next time, man, keep those horns high in the sky. I'll catch you later. Adios. See ya. Bye-bye.